Hey everyone, and welcome to Hot Messy Topics. Today is Monday. It is also September 11th, and we thought that we weren't sure if we were going to do this today because still after so many years, it still hurts, you know, for I think every American, but especially Americans who lost somebody uh, that day. It's a day of remembrance and sadness and 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 prayers that that never happens again. So our hearts and our memories go out to people who lost somebody. And um, like many of you who might have been around one of these places, either in New York, or I was 10 minutes from the Pentagon because I'm from DC um, or Pennsylvania. I know we were all affected in one way or another through somebody else, through witnessing what we saw. And, um, and, and now it's important that we never forget that we keep remembering that we keep celebrating those memories of those people lost and, and keep them in our hearts and minds so that future generations do not forget, never, ever forget what happened that day. So I just wanted to do that because uh, I was there and it's sad. And I know <laughs> I have a hard time getting through this and I don't think Adam would have been able to get through this, but um, we just wanted to say that before we got started today. Hi. 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 I just wanted to say really quick, I knew um we're playing we're playing tag here. Um you guys know that I'm such a cancer and I cry over everything. So this was not something that I was able to do as far as the message without getting it out. And you know, also with this too, like Jason said, today was it was sort of a difficult decision to do hot messy topics because we haven't, you know, we took a couple of days off a few weeks ago when we went to LA and we always know that when we tell you guys we're going to do something, it's really disappointing to a lot of people. And we get reminded of that. Like, for example, when we went to Sheena's show and we hung out and we met a lot of people, I met this woman who was battling cancer and she like came up and gave me the biggest hug and said that she watched us throughout her time in the hospital. And I also remember Pops. Um, who would also watch Bravo while he was in the hospital and YouTube. So all of these things, it kind of play, everything has a, a factor that plays into it why we make the decisions that we make. But yes, today is the day to remember. And thank you everyone for being in here. And also I saw the super chat at the very top from Murray, who has been just a family member since the beginning, who said, happy, happy Monday, everyone. Please show some love and smash that like button on your way in. We have over 200 people in the room right now. And before we come into this and talk about all of the hot, messy topics and we kind of change the mood a little bit, I wanted to also address one more thing. Um, our members. Okay, so for members only, guys, we charge $2.99 and we wanted to keep it as low as possible. But right now we understand that in the world, everything is inflated with costs, whether it's gas prices, cars, like home prices, everything. And everything is so expensive. And one of the things like everyone always asks us, why don't you do a Patreon? Why don't you do this? And we just don't want to charge for the content. So members only was really supposed to be this kind of inside to Jason and I's lives behind the scenes when we go and have these fun adventures, whether we're doing interviews or BravoCon or anything in between. We have two really exciting interviews coming up that we want to share with you guys. And of course, with those will come more members only behind the scenes and then BravoCon um, streaming. But we're going to keep the members only 
for BravoCon streaming. We're going to be yeah, it's streaming going to be live. live. You know, I and I'm I'm not going to lie. I got that idea from Emily, Emily D Baker, who we went last year to BravoCon with, and we had the best time. And she was a, she was an octopus. She was able to literally <laughs> live stream while meeting everybody and still socializing and taking in the whole experience. So this year we had conversations and stuff. And by the way, Emily, we're sending you all the love and a speedy um, recovery. But this year, I wanted to do the same thing for our members. But that is what our members only is going to be about. And then eventually, as you guys saw over the weekend, we released the behind the scenes for Jen Shaw. Um, That was something that was recorded over a year ago. And we saw the feedback and how you guys kind of like to see how the sausage is made or whatever, however you say that. (laughs) But (laughs) we, we know that you guys enjoy that. And it's just a different sneak peek into what we do. And I saw so many amazing comments that really champion Jason for being such a huge part of this channel. And I can't say enough that. We wouldn't have this. Okay. Sorry. Oh, but don't I know, get all I know, I know. I'm just saying we wouldn't have this without <laughs> being a team. So with that, guys, I'm an emotional wreck. But I think and we, we wouldn't have been, we don't think we'd be as successful of of running a, a fun positive, which is very important because there's so much negativity, especially on YouTube. But yeah. a fun positive channel if we didn't have this community. And it, it's kind of nice because the the more like positive people we get to join the community. Sometimes we lose the negative ones and that's okay too. Yeah, that's definitely okay. But okay. Now that we all right, got all Adam, that out of the way. Should I take this away for a minute from you and let you take a breath and and yeah, <laughs> recenter maybe. your your mind? Okay, listen, I, I wanted to start off with this while we get people coming into the room and stuff like that. Guys, 269, remember to hit that like button for us. Um, listen, uh, I announced this on it's a huge spoiler. So if you watch below deck, I'm spoiling it. I'm sorry. So you might want to like just veer off for one second. I announced this on anchor watch. So guys, every Tuesday night, uh, Josh and I take over, uh, up and Adam live at 11 PM to cover below deck. And we talk about any below deck news. Sometimes we have cast members and captains join well you have one captain who joins us almost every week to answer any of your yachting questions to kind of see how that correlates with what's happening on the show so that's exciting but we did get some um images and i want to start off by saying that last year at this time there was a photo that came out from italy of Toomey, who was the original below deck uh down under season one second stew she and kyle who's on below deck med there was a photograph that People Magazine released. Well, as you know, Below Deck Med, it was filming what we're going to watch starting uh, next week or the week after for Below Deck Med, filmed last year. So currently, they are filming Below Deck Med season... So we're going to season eight, season nine. And the same kind of photo is released because this is... when you you're you have charters and you have charter guests and people in the industry they're going to see people all the time so we got some little behind the scenes shots thanks to uh mortgages by stella thank you so much for sending these to us um so below deck med season nine is currently filming in greece so here is a first look at (laughs) it's like a year away we still have a season eight to get through i'm talking season nine (laughs) so of course captain sandy is back as the captain but 
Um, they are, yeah, they're currently filming and you might recognize a familiar face because we do have this season, season eight with Toomey taking over as Chief Stew. But in season nine, it looks like we're getting Asia back in the med. And that's what I really, really love about this show is all of these crew members. We saw it right now with Below Deck Down Under, Luca, who is the lead deckhand, is also going to be in this upcoming season of Below Deck Med. It's so fun because they have the skill set where they can like interchange casts. And I love seeing that. That's what makes Below Deck so exciting. Um, Housewives, we can't do that. So anyway, that's my just a little bit of tidbit of boring Below Deck news while we get into hot, messy topics. I don't think that's boring. Um, Serena as well or no? So Serena was in Below Deck Down Under. So I don't know if she is going over to to blow deck med or not. I, I don't know how they're going to, how they're going to do this. I love that. They, they keep me on the edge because I'm a below deck fan and I love seeing all the naughty yachties come support us on Tuesday nights. So come see anchor watch tomorrow. If you're interested. Can I also say really quick that I think it's so fun. The fact that below deck is one of the few um, franchises with below deck down under below deck med below deck, below deck sailing yacht, where it makes sense that they can have interchangeable cast members because they also have their own seasons so we can kind of here you get to go over here for a little bit we're going to bring you back over here for a little bit and nobody is trying to take away asia from captain jason and putting his contacts in (laughs) so we love this this is the new captain lee and kate and i think that their dynamic is absolutely amazing asia is not going anywhere captain jason's not going anywhere but captain sandy taking on Asia again for a little bit. Well, that's okay because that's where Asia originally started with Hannah Barrier, if you guys don't remember. But if I if I recall too, I don't remember Asia and Captain Sandy leaving on the best of terms. I know that, you know, she was very much friends with Hannah and that whole situation happened. And, and Asia is such like a kind of that go-getter, positive, good mood, good time kind of girl. Go with the flow, follow the rules, do the right thing that... You know, I, I think seeing them together, I, I think will be interesting. Sandy and Asia. I do too. I do too. All right, Jason, where do you, I mean, right now, there's so many, so many different places that we can start with this. We have the Real Housewives of New Jersey. We have um, Vanderpump Rules. We have the Real Housewives, uh, well, we, some, a little bit of Orange County News, Beverly Hills. I mean, I, I, well, I just, mean, Southern Charm. Where do we so, go? This is a big week for Bravo. That's why we named it this. Like tonight, we have our finale of Below Deck Down Under. Uh, tomorrow night, we have The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Wednesday, we have OC. And then returning on Thursday is Southern Charm. So maybe we should start with the Southern Charm in the first six minutes that we got to peek at. Oh, okay. So I'm going to sit here and say already that Madison LaCroix and her husband, Brett, well, first of all, how do I say this? One couple goals. Watching this, watching the premiere, watching them bond with her son, watching the fact that just the simple fact that, and I'm going to give you a comparison. Vanderpump Rules, talking to Ariana Maddox when we were in LA, she has this new boyfriend that everybody's kind of wondering about, right? Well, this guy totally takes a step back and he champions her. Like, you're the star. You go out there. You be the shining light. You do your job, whatever. And I'll be here to support you with whatever you need. For Madison, I feel like we're seeing the exact same thing. This man, her husband, he could have been on TV last season. He didn't want to be. Now, he is. 
But I'm sure that took a little bit of convincing. I don't know. I'm not in their house. But watching them together and watching Austin try to walk up to them and he's like, oh, I don't know how to. uh," And it's like, you're looking at her and you're like, oh, man, I f***ed up. I had two girls in bed. I was an ass. And I lost probably the best thing that ever happened to me. And look, she's winning. Look at this. And look. How awkward because it's, you know, it's one thing to like see an ex, but when you see an ex with like a new significant other, that's maybe not so much, not as good looking, not as polished, maybe doesn't have their shit together a little bit. It's got to be really uncomfortable walking into a party where Madison's new husband is successful, doesn't like attention or to be on social media, has his shit together. Um, is really handsome. Like this has got to be, there's a lot of things that are like, it was just awkward. I don't know if you guys have seen those first, what, six or seven minutes they released to kind of get us uh, ready. We've seen, I think almost the whole episode. It's so good. And I, I don't know. I just, it makes you just want to see what the hell is going to happen. But I think because of what we've heard and seen of, of her new husband, Brett, I think we're going to see a very calm demeanor and I don't think there's going to be a lot of uh, like bickering between him and any of the other guys. They have a scandal definitely this season because Taylor is going to end up hooking up with Austin. Austin was best friends with Shep and now Shep is going to find out because he regrets losing Taylor. So we're going to have those moments as you guys could see off of the trailer. But if you guys I always want to kind of give a shout out to other content creators who are bringing us the content. Yes, you can go to bravotv.com. Absolutely. You can watch the trailer. You can do all of those things. But if you go to Bravo by Gaze on Instagram, they always give you the first seven minutes. And it's so fun to watch and also support somebody else who is putting, putting out the content. Like it's not just the first seven minutes, but it's also the memes. It's the photos. It's leaks. It's fun. It's fun. Well, it's also entertaining. I like I like a good meme channel. I like a good meme thing to follow. It's kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Tess Ish said, <laughs> I'm not an Austin fan. Chef Rachel was right about that one. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to say, too, I saw, and this isn't a big deal. I just wanted to kind of address it. I saw a couple comments where people were like, well, Adam, you're always bringing up other people and what they're putting out there. Yeah, guys, we have been so lucky to build this um, community with you guys. And I think that there are other people who sometimes they don't get the same luck and they don't, you know, they're they're doing all of the hard work and they're trying to figure out how to get their content out there. So if we can give not back, but if we can give a bigger platform and share our community with those people, I think it's really important because all of us, like I said it in a TikTok earlier, the devil works hard, but the Bravo content creators work harder. Okay. That is, that's the truth. No, that's a hundred percent. But also sometimes we have stories that we that we don't want to share that we'll give to people. And sometimes people have released them first. And you have to show your sources and and give credit where credit's due. You know, I've given three stories away in the past two weeks because I don't want to be the one to put them out there. And I think, yeah, like you said, if you if you hand out this and this is total Bravo related, but When you get leaks, sometimes you have to sort of decide what is more important, especially when you're kind of sitting here where we're at. Do you want to maintain your relationship with Bravo and NBC and, you know, kind of keep like a little baby and treat it the way you're supposed to? Or do you want to break the rules and leak stuff? But then also, you know, in the future, you're looked at as like 
the leak because they when have we a blacklist, went to, they have a, blacklist. yeah, you don't want to be blacklisted. And you know, like when we went to LA, when we walked into sir, I told you guys, even in the, um, if you guys didn't see the LA full story vlog, I was looked at like I was wearing a wire. Producers were walking up like, are you recording? And I'm like, I'm not recording. Don't worry. Um, but don't okay. worry. But I have to say back to Southern Charm. I am super excited to see this new relationship that Madison has. I am super excited to see what kind of scandal we're going to get with with all of this. If it's going to be as big as that. I mean, Summerhouse is really pushing to try that. It didn't work. It's not working. <laughs> it's you yeah. know, so I mean, we'll see. We'll see. And we don't always need the cheating scandal. You know, we can no. have like another another scandal, but going back, you know, Southern Charm has been replaying, you know, as they do before the new season starts. Just going back and watching old episodes, I am so like I'm so invested, like all over again, because they're so good. There's so many big dynamic personalities in the show. So be interesting to see. All right. Well, with that, I think um, is he really banned, guys? I don't know who you're talking about. Um, love your channel and love this community. Thank you. And this format Thanks, works. Ella. Please don't change. We appreciate you. Um, okay. All right. So let's see. Um, here we go. Let's bring up the next thing that I want to talk about. And this, I don't know if you guys are aware of. I did a video this morning, but it's really interesting. Thank you to our friend Kim at Bravo Breaking News. She shared a Dumois post and it said, So, I just left Shorts and Sandy's taking my friend's Bravo fanatic stepmom there. Greg, the co-owner there, was spilling the tea. He has banned Sandoval from the bar. He read us the contract. He refused to sign for filming, even though Lisa reached out to him, asking him to for this season. And Bethany has also reached out to him. Um, I did some digging, Jay. Oh, God. So he is banned. He is banned from his own... Like, I think I asked you this earlier. Is that even legal? Can you just ban someone from their own restaurant? I think what happened here was... No, I don't think that's legal. Um, I think banned <laughs> in the sense that the business partners and investors got together and they realized that right now he has only hurt the bar, not helped the bar, and that they're doing so much damage control because they put so much money into this bar that they're trying to kind of reel it in and make sure that moving forward, they get their money back. You don't, we didn't invest over a million dollars into a bar for somebody to come over here and have this massive scandal. And now you get to go do things like, and we're going to get to this in a minute, but like, um, where is it? The mass singer, right? Oh my God. Yeah. And you get to go over here and you get to tour around with your band and do all of the things. But then what we're sitting here like the Titanic in a sinking ship, all of the employees are affected. The investors are affected. The business partners are infected or affected, not infected. Oh, but affected, you know, everyone, his actions had reactions and ramifications. And do I think that he cares? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's really hard to tell. I think that right now he is on this celebrity high. And if you guys don't know, he also has a new girlfriend. So I'm going to share that with you guys in two seconds. But in the meantime, Jason, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, I mean, listen, there's different kinds of investments and different ownerships into restaurants. And I really think by Tom taking a step back and letting the restaurant breathe. I mean, if he is taking a step back, is he going to? Are they just going to really push this? Yeah. I, anyway, I, I think it's 
it's a good idea. You know, like we've talked to some of the employees who have been at Schwartz and Sandy's that no longer work there. And they said that it was just kind of tumultuous. You know, it was, it, it's hard to, it, it, that situation was really hard to be around. And it took a toll on a lot of people, especially the employees, especially when the person you're working for, the person who owns the restaurant really has to be kind of the, a, a good mascot, not a mascot of, you know, shame and turmoil. <laughs> yeah. No, totally fair. Well, guys, when we were in LA, we were sitting at the after party and there was this woman who walked up, right? She walked up and we talked about this a little bit in one of our interviews, but she walked up and she's like, hi, I just want to introduce myself. Mind you, we're all sitting at the table. It was Katie, uh, me, Jason, Heather McDonald, uh, Logan, a few other people. Uh, the other Logan, I think Leo, I think it was like, I don't, I think Sheena was there. I'm not sure because everybody was kind of sitting down, getting back up, sitting down, getting back up. But this girl walks over to the table and she introduces herself and she's like, hi, I've been hooking up with Tom Sandoval, which is such a random thing to say. And when somebody says that, do you believe them? Or is it like, hi, I'm is drunk that- and I've been screwing the main guy, you know, like you don't. Is that how you introduce yourself? Like, hi, I'm. I'm I sleep with this guy like we hook up like what that's so weird that is that who you are that's your identity I mean to me I thought what a way to introduce yourself right (laughs) and then I was like is this real I mean we'll have to wait and see and if she is in fact with him then it'll come out on the new season lo and behold here we are at the finale party I mean, they take a good picture. I'll give them that. They take a good picture. But I ended up doing a video uh, yesterday talking about how Tom is dating this new superstar. Everybody was messaging and they're like, superstar to who? Well, she's from Russia. Um, We also had another friend way back when, when Jason and I were in Hollywood. And it was, I think, when Jason and I just met. We had a good friend and her best friend was also this Russian superstar. She had a beautiful house right there on Sunset Boulevard. And in America, a lot of people didn't recognize her unless they were from Russia or other countries. But that, that was kind of her thing. She got away. She had a lot of money and she was investing over here. Well, this girl specifically, if you look at her bio, she is the owner of Bottega Taboo. Um, which is in West Hollywood. She's an award-winning producer, an actress-singer, TV personality, and the founder of Miss Russian USA in LA. As you can see, her face is on Wait, her own. Miss Russian USA in LA? I, I don't know is where it like it's a, Is it separate from the Miss Universe organization? or? I am not sure. But this is her in front of her own billboard, and she is absolutely loving it. She's a very beautiful girl, right? And then Um, if you saw, let me play this video for you because this one kind of had me just wheeling. This is her promoting her new restaurant. Okay. Okay, so uh, this is very odd. Lisa did this 10 years ago, guys. Like, let's be honest. (laughs) Let's have the hot guys with like almost shirtless serve you. So, so... Are you saying that potentially we could have a new investor in Schwartz and Sandy's or hell no? Are you, <laughs> are you saying hell this is no. the new, the new she's Lisa not and going Ken? To, no, she's not going to invest in Schwartz and Sandy's. I think that right now I was wondering what does this relationship and dynamic for you? Well, for Tom, 
you know, obviously, you're this is a very wealthy woman. She has FU money. She has a lot going for her. And I'm sure the minute that she gets off the plane, when she goes back home to Russia, she is the it girl, right? She is the thing. But here in America, this helps her. This helps her because she's running around with this guy who's this big scandal. It goes back, right? It goes back home. She's made it over here in America. And listen, I am not, I'm not, no shame in her game. And I think girl keep doing it. But for him, it benefits him as well. Because again, she has FU money. He spent all of his money on shorts and sandies. He's now trying to recoup his money. He got a massive ass paycheck for Vanderpump Rules season 11. And I know that for a fact. But on top of that, you have to pay taxes. You have to pay your manager. You have to pay your agent. And then also, you have to recoup your money from whatever you put into shorts and sandies. And who knows what's going to happen with your house? You'll get a little you bit of that money back. You have to pay your mom back. back too, right? Didn't he borrow money from his mom? You have to pay your mom, mom back. Yeah. Let's pay your mom back. That's, that should be the priority at this point. Yeah. But who I, am I? I also don't want to say that this isn't a real relationship because I think that would be so ignorant if we're not the ones who are in the relationship. We're watching it from the sidelines and being like, oh, this seems like very convenient. This seems very it Hollywood. Seems convenient, but I mean, okay, I would go into this if I was her with like, you know, a, a, just a 10 foot pole. I'm going to keep my distance just a little bit because of what just transpired. Right. I mean, you and what has transpired before, like his background, his resume, Tom Sandoval's resume is like cheating 101. Right. So I would go into like that. But then this is a girl I would be very afraid to cheat on if I were him. <laughs> if if in fact they are in a relationship where they now they do take a good um, they take a good picture. I would love to see this work out. I would love to see this on the show potentially. Um, oh, she's going to yeah. be on the show. Great. Let's yeah. watch it. But then also watch it unfold. The thing is, is the reason that Tom and Ariana didn't work out was because he was always the main star in that story. And I feel like he, and he cheated. Of, well, he also <laughs> didn't. He didn't allow her to grow and be like she, she wasn't able to have her full potential because it was kind of like, oh, well, if I'm doing better than you, you know, like if tomorrow... Cirque said, hey, Jason, I want you to be the spokesperson for Cirque du Soleil and we need you to travel and you're going to be gone 25 days out of the month and the other, you get one week at home and this is going to be for six months. I would be like, go do it. Amazing. Like Jason is always supporting anything that I do, vice versa. And that's why we've been together for 10 years. But I think when you think your ego overtakes your relationship and you have to be the star, that obviously hinders certain relationships. But looking at this, her and her Instagram, there's no way he's going to be the star. No, no I, that kind of thing comes with age too. You know, like back back when I was performing and, and I was the star of the show and, and stuff like that and going in all these cool places, there is no way for me and my ego as a 20-something-year-old, you know, I had spent my whole 20s performing with Cirque du Soleil and there'd be no way that I would take a step back and support someone else's stuff like this that you know or my friend josh told me this it's like it's so nice to see you out of the the performance bubble because now you can actually support a partner and and i think that's where our age works but that's very true either you have to be super supportive of one another or you got to let one person be the lead and be okay with that yeah i agree with that not a lot of people are okay with that 
No, I agree with that. Um, before we end up moving on from Vanderpump Rules, I did want to say um, a huge congratulations. If you guys didn't know, well, we're going to go ahead and bring this up really quick because everybody's been talking about it. And we have Miss Stassi Schroeder, who has given birth to her beautiful little baby boy. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Can you help me? I, where is it? Is it on the post? Yeah, it's right here. Mezer. Reese Clark or Rise? Well, I'm trying to see. Mezer Reese Clark. Mezer Reese. Mezer. Mezer. Reese. Reese Clark. Clark. Okay. Well, you can see that the Vanderpump Rolls <laughs> cast ended up commenting. I'm so happy for y'all. I can't wait to meet him. Welcome to the world, sweet boy. I knew he was going to be born on the 7th, just like his big sissy. I can't wait to meet him. Love you guys so much. Congratulations. My godson is here. I mean, all of the comments, which is great. But you see him. Super cute. Um, I just wanted to acknowledge that for a second because she was putting together her nursery. Then California got hit with that tropical storm that nobody saw coming. And it completely destroyed her nursery. And I think that she was going through a moment of... I am so not prepared for this. And Jason and I keep talking about a potential one day and we have conversations and I'm going to keep this kind of minimal, but we have conversations about potentially expanding our family. And I don't know. I always tell Jason, I don't think I'm pre- like, I don't know. Can you be prepared for that? Like, is it, is no. there enough? I'm enough like, do you have to get to a certain financial number? Do you have to have like a certain like, are you at a certain point in your life where you feel like you've traveled enough? Like, I don't know what that looks like, especially when, you know, Jason and I can't, there's not like a, Oh, well we're having a baby and we didn't see it coming. Like it definitely has to be calculated (laughs) if we're going to have a baby. So I just don't know at what point in your life do you, do you, do you feel like you're prepared? You know? I, I don't think, I mean, that's definitely a, a question for parents, but we have friends who are parents. We, we've had uh, family members who become parents who aren't necessarily ready for that challenge because it is a challenge. It's a, definitely like a, a learning curve. But then at the same time, Adam, it's like so many kids don't have homes who could have homes and people can provide. So I think that's... Definitely something to look into. Okay. <laughs> Just by yeah. the way. Okay. But listen, we do All everything right. in twos, right? We have we have our two dogs. One just walked by. Uh, our two naked cats. And uh, we couldn't just do one. I we Siblings would be great. I know. I told Emily on the phone that. And she's like, two? <laughs> I was like, I you just get it done with, like, at the same time. You know? Like, it's like, okay. It's like, yeah, a boy and a girl. <laughs> and, like, you put them in... I don't know. Jason's always like, if we have kids, then they would go in tennis or golf or try to, you know, like I, because I I always say a club or a racket, you know, like either. (laughs) Yeah. I like, we would have to, this is a business. Do we Beyonce them and like get them like 1099 at three years old and then start putting them on YouTube? I don't know. Are they a business? Are they, if you were Beyonce, we would do that. Yes. Uh, 100%. 100%. I'm just kidding guys. I, you know, I don't think that you can ever be ready, but for Stassi again, getting back to it, Congratulations. I think that she has made an amazing mom so far and she will continue to do so. But we are going to switch this up and no more about Jason and I in this baby journey. We will figure it out. Thank goodness. Yes. We will figure it out. Um, I wanted to ask you, Jay, what are your thoughts about the Real Housewives of Orange County reunion seating chart? 
Uh, it's Is on. It appropriate? It's spot on. It's, it's yeah. You think so? Very appro- yeah. Hundred percent. So you have Heather, uh huh, and Tamra. Tamra yeah. just came back, and Shannon, and then of course you have the Gina. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, Taylor's a friend. Jen is the new one. Yeah, this makes perfect sense. Okay, so we're happy with it. it, it, Yeah, I mean, how else would you arrange it? Um, Heather, Uh, I might have switched Gina with Jennifer. Only because I feel like Jennifer has had more of a storyline. And even though I know that Gina is more of a vet in the sense that she's been on the show for longer, I feel like Mm -hmm. Jennifer has been really like right through the mud this season. So I think that I would switch those two. And then Taylor obviously is going to come in at, you know, a certain point. She's not going to be on there the whole time. So I think I know, that... but it's careful. I think they're being careful because we don't know what's going to happen to, you know, is Jen going to be bad? I actually really like Jen on the show, to be honest. Um, but, you know, the last Jen we had was sitting in the same spot. And then I just feel like, we're just never too sure. So don't give them a good place on the couch if you're really not sure, you know? Yeah. Um, Lorraine Edwards said, Shannon by Andy. Oh, no. I mean, this definitely, uh, it, Shannon was yeah. not going to take that spot. Well, yeah, sure. not with Tamara coming back. Not with Tamara coming back this season. I, I feel um, like this might have been in like a Tamara's contract. She's like, you need to sit next to you at the reunion, Andy. Oh. Don Schilling is Taylor Sober. Did you not just see the video of her walking out of Javier's and she's like, this is going to be the dirtiest reunion ever. And you're like, and then Andy asked her on Watch What Happens Live and she's like, maybe I had a martini. It's like a martini full of pills, girl. Like, (laughs) like, no, (laughs) like, oh, you had, you had a martini. That's not a maybe. It's just maybe it was three. Maybe it was five. Maybe it was 10. That's the maybe. Not the fact that you had a martini. We got that part, girl. But who knows? We can only go based off of what we saw, right? (laughs) Yes. No one knows the (laughs) truth. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm trying to do my best with my little impersonations, even though I'm not the best at them. Um, I wanted to share one more thing before we move on from the Real Housewives of Orange County, because Tamara Judge posted this, which means, obviously, after the reunion, dynamics have changed. Hmm. What in the is going on? I don't know. Tamara is so funny because I feel like she is the best at being at conflict resolution, like burying people and then resurrecting herself in a friendship. Oh, within Girl five minutes. Bold. No, she does. Yeah, that's why she's on this. That's why they brought her back. I mean, how? I have no idea how this happened. And then if you read right here, hold on, I'm going to zoom in on it because I thought this was interesting. Can you see this? I was listening to uh, two T's and for <laughs> once I agree with Teddy. Please get on the right team, Heather Debro. Okay, guys, if Teddy would have got on the right team, she would still be on the show. I still love you and I'm glad you're back. But the general consensus among Bravo fans is Heather is in the right. I don't understand why you were all pissed that she did not tell you about her house being sold when she keeps getting told that she is bragging. If she told everyone at her event where her name was monogrammed everywhere, people would still complain. Damned if she does, damned if she doesn't. Also, I like Jen, but Ryan really brings her credibility down. Yeah, I agree with everything that this person said. Absolutely, especially when it comes to the house, because she's constantly 
a destroyed for like you said bragging and the wealth thing i have everything you have nothing it's like let me just tell you that how much i sold my house for and how that goes into your little ears and where it's going to go from there of course i wouldn't say anything it's private okay and maybe the person buying it didn't want people to know either i want to ask you another question okay so i just did my interview with my friend macy after 11 years, right? And she told me that she doesn't really worry about her son going to school and like the boys don't care that she's on Team Mom and that she is this quote-unquote celebrity, right? But for the girls, she has to watch the girls with her son because their moms watch the show and that they all like to hear about it, right? So then I was thinking, man, if you have a platform, of course, you always have people who are trying to come up off of you or they try to get your attention or they want to be a part of it in some capacity. And then I'm on Instagram looking at all about the Real Housewives and I see this. Hold on. Is this what Macy was talking about? We got a hashtag RHOC groupie situation. Remember Vicky's son, Michael's ex-girlfriend, Danny? Look who oh, she's yeah. with now. Um, Tamara, you better eat this girl. Right? How do you randomly go from no, no, this is a total groupie situation, especially in one, they're two totally different people. He is now the VP of her company, Kodo Insurance, and the other one is a cowboy. So that doesn't make sense. And then no, no. What do you think? What do you think? I do you think I make you? You're asking me if I think it makes sense. I'm asking you if you think that she is a clout chaser. I don't know because remember, like in OC, all the the social scene, the social groups, they all hang out together. All the kids hang out together, so it could be very possible like one wasn't right for the other, and just so happens that both of their mothers happen to be housewives. I mean, is that giving too much benefit of the doubt here? Like, are we <laughs> like, are we being too nice when it comes to that? Yeah, we are. It reminds me of, do you remember um, Gretchen Rossi and her husband Slade? Yeah. And he dated two other housewives. It's giving It's like me a Tom from New York. It's giving me Tom. And that's also, yeah, yes, yes. And that, that also reminds me of... Um, Gretchen and Didi. Like, if you guys remember, Slade was on the, um, he was on the reunion and he was like, um, if I didn't want to be on the show, like, I can choose not to be on the show. And Andy's like, well, if you're not with a housewife, then there is no place for you on the show. Right? Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You know, it's not, we don't have Coach Shaw is not still filming for the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Right? I mean, it's just, that's just how it works. They asked him to. Did they? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. But you know what, this though? This is going to be an I don't, interesting I don't, season. No, I know this is going to be an interesting season because I'm hearing a lot of things. I'm reading a lot of things, and we're being sent a lot of things. Those mm-hmm. things have to be investigated fully before those things come out. But it seems like the relevance, and I don't mean to go into a, a Housewives of Salt Lake City kind of thing, but... Jen Shaw's relevance is not going anywhere. I thought we were trying to move past this to bring on someone who, you know, whatever. We're just keeping her relevant mm-hmm. in this whole situation. It's very interesting how everything might unfold. Let's see this season. We'll keep you guys posted. We'll keep TV you posted. <laughs> yeah. 
Speaking of which, I think that we should pan over here really quick to our Real Housewives of New Jersey. Because I know you guys remember this. And we have all about the Real Housewives. And the reason that I reference them all of the time, it's like when Jason and I talk about Vanderpump Rules, you can trust that the information that we're giving you is accurate because we're always talking to the cast of Vanderpump Rules and production. And we have like an insight to it, right? But then that's not every franchise. Like I don't have... That's not true. Although you were right about the contracts. I mean, listen, we do have some insiders when it comes to the Real Housewives of New Jersey. We just don't have the same insight that we do with Vanderpump Rules. But All About the Real Housewives seems to have a lot of insight. And she shared this. Do you remember Danielle Cabral and her storyline last season that all of the cast said doesn't make sense? Yes. All right. So... The alleged reason for Danielle Cabral's feud with her brother, he won't make up with Danielle until she agrees to a mental evaluation. Hold on. See text. Danielle Cabral loves to get everything for free. Yeah, doesn't everyone? She thinks because she's posting on her Instagram story, she should be paid. Don't we all wish that? A lot of influencers get paid to post on their... I mean, you know, especially when you're at housewife level and people follow you, of course. Yeah. Um, So... She, When she was younger, she would latch on to anyone who was working in the entertainment world. She is pathetic and pathological. If she agrees to a mental evaluation, there might be a chance that her brother would talk to her again. She has to be the first to make the move and seek help. Next. Her brother hates That's a attention. big requirement, by the way. <laughs> like, Can I say, I'm not going to talk you, to you again unless you get a mental evaluation, and then we'll see. Can I say really quick, if me and my brother got into an argument which we don't, but if we did, which actually we never have. um, And he said, hey, I will let you back into my life if you get a full psychiatric like mental evaluation. I would be like, oh, great. Kindly, I love you, buddy, but piss off. I don't owe you that. Like who? That's not a request that you make. Right? No, it's not. That's what I just said. Like, uh, what, I don't understand. That's a huge uh, requirement for someone to have a relationship. Like, that's not a that's telling me that's not good family. No, at all. no, it's honestly not worth it to them. They tried to help her. She only reacted more insane. And Nate is a beta sweet guy. But Nate is her husband, but takes a special type of dude to be with that one. If Tommy won't speak to his own mother, Danielle doesn't stand much of a shot. If I ever see Tommy on TV, I would be shocked to death. She wanted to brand his wedding on Instagram and he and his wife said no. She just lost her grandmother and it was an extra tough time for them and Danielle would not let up. That's just the straw that broke the camel's back. There were other factors a lot of us don't know about. So let me say something really quick. I hate one-sided stories. I hate them. Because Danielle, at, at one point, we only got her side, right? And that was the side that we saw on TV because her brother was not speaking about it. Now there is this random person who is saying, I am close to the brother and his wife, and she's sharing his side of the story. Who are you to share his side of the story? Like, if he wants to share his side, then he'll share it. If he doesn't want to share his side, then he'll keep it to himself. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to engage in this. And that's perfectly fine. But right now, it's we have her side, and then we have this middleman, and we don't even know. We haven't heard anything from him. So... 
I was reading where people were in the comments like, yeah, Danielle, go get a mental evaluation. I'm like, you're going to believe some random person who's just putting out content and information. Nowadays, though, it's more and more it seems that people believe anything they hear, even without facts or base. That's so ridiculous. like it. No, I know, but it just happens all the time. I mean, look what's happening in this country. You know, there's so much misinformation. There's mm -hmm. so much fake news. There really is. People have yeah. lost all hope in mainstream media. But then you you, you even watch uh, what happens on Housewives. You just believe anything. If they tweet something, if they say something, if they do something, or, well, it's my side is this. And it's like, well, no one really knows, you know? So well, no, it's, 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 we can we can speculate all we want, but. Yeah, no, I agree. Don said, yeah, look at politics, which that that kind of set the precedence a long time ago. But now we see it on Housewives. We we see it all over the place. But I think it's it's just wild to me. It's like, yes, Danielle, you need a mental evaluation because now we heard that that's why your brother doesn't like you because you're so thirsty and you want to post everything on social media. So, girl, you need help. How are you going to attack this woman when you have it? That makes no sense. No sense. No sense. Whatever. No sense. <laughs> Let's. All right. Next moving. topic. Jersey always just gives me like the, the, you know, like. I know. They get me going. I they feel kind going. of gross. Like, I feel like I have like sewer water all over me or some nasty stuff. Like, every time we talk about it, even when I watch the show, I'm like, Ugh. you got swamp ass? But I love it. But I love swamp ass. Don't say that ever. That's <laughs> so gross. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell says that Lord. I, don't know. I, forgot. <laughs> I don't know where i heard that the first time gross i don't even know what that means i don't All know right. why i just put that out there okay well we're not even gonna we're not even gonna talk about what it means we don't need to be talking about swamp ass adam okay gross so, god that's so gross now you really make me feel like nasty like that's a, what a great way to end on on a real housewives of new jersey swamp ass yeah Cute. well go take a shower after this you have about 15 minutes left so here we go before we get into the real housewives of atlanta we need to get into some more swamp assness oh god okay and how can i mean this i'm so over it listen really quickly if real housewives of atlanta which I did not watch most of this season uh because this is my og introduction to housewives atlanta I used to love, live, breathe. I loved, okay? It just got really bad. The reunion was okay. But now that we see the Real Housewives of Atlanta might be talking about a potential reboot, maybe only having a few cast members back, there is no room for Kim or Croy. There's no room. No. No. Like, is, this, is this all a big PR stunt? Because this is ridiculous. Every day, it's like... Some new thing. Oh, I'm sleeping outside. Oh, I'm in my closet. Oh, we're fighting. We're back together. I'm divorcing him. I'm calling the police. I'm going to call the fire department because the police didn't pick up this time. They are ridiculous. I mean, the fact that one of the recorded calls was, guys, I don't need you right now, but I might need, need you later. And my husband is totally unhinged, but don't worry. You don't have to come right now. I just yeah, call me in five. I know you're not busy. <laughs> it's like, come on emergency services are for emergencies girl keep the line open you don't just get to call every five seconds because you think that your husband is going to go through your closet and maybe put something in a safe like figure that out figure your shit out because what i don't understand is you filed for divorce he filed for divorce same time 
he was an unfit parent based off of what she said because he did allegedly had this marijuana whatever issue. She said, or he said that she, when she drives, she focuses on social media, that she has a gambling addiction, that she has other addictions, and that she is just unhinged and not great with money. They attacked each other, attacked each other, and then they went to church and they found the Lord. And when they did, they Again? dropped the divorce. Okay. Hey, there's After not, there's the not enough times that you can find the Lord, especially in their situation. You know, I mean, okay. So wait, as Medea says, hallelujah, they dropped the divorce. Then after that, they were trying to come back together and figure it out. What do we do? How do we make this work? You need to be a man and get a real job. You need to pay for your family. He's like, girl, you need to stop spending six figures on crystals that obviously are not making your life better because right now it's gone to shit. And they're going back and forth. They cannot understand each other. And then all of a sudden he files for divorce again. He's trying to pay off the house, pay the mortgage. And she's over here peddling her wigs and her designer goods and trying to make money off of them. But then she allegedly is saying to him, I'm not giving you the money from my wigs. No, or my Chanel's or Brielle Chanel's. I'm going to go over to LA and fly first class and play Hollywood. And I'm going to be coming out of Craig's. And it's like, I'm... Good. And how are you, Kim? And all the looks and everything. They're like, no, not you. The other Kim. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) oh, that Kim. Okay. No. So she's over here still spending money when they have a lot of debt. It's not just the IRS. It's not just the mortgage. It's uh, uh, a bill that they owe to a casino in the Bahamas. It's also a car payment for the Rolls Royce. That's a few of God knows how many, right? So then from here... She comes out after going on and doing an Instagram live. And she's like, all of you guys are talking about what Croy said. I'm the one who told Croy that we need to sell the house. And by the way, (laughs) Brielle paid the electric bill. So how about that? (laughs) Stay safe. (laughs) And it's like, okay, so we're being a little cheeky, whatever. And then she goes in and films her closet. And she's like, looks like I'm not going anywhere. So sick of all of the fake news, blah, blah, blah. Me and my husband are still living as husband and wife. So now you're not getting a divorce, but it has. Did she have one of those martinis that Taylor had? Like it just doesn't make sense. She's like, this is going to be the dirtiest reunion ever. (laughs) Girl, it's already, this feels like swamp ass. (laughs) This is the swamp ass that we've been talking about. I feel like you get swamp ass from talking about Kim and Croy. Whatever swamp (laughs) ass details. Can we put that on a shirt? Are you allowed to do that? You can put whatever you want on a shirt, but you know. Caroline and Sergio put horrible human and everybody loves it. Every time we wear it, it's swamp ass. (laughs) (laughs) No, but if if I just walked around and it said swamp ass, like would people stop me and be like, oh my God. I would would put I have swamp ass on a shirt, not just swamp ass. And then just like let people read it. And they're like, oh, oh, oh God, that's nasty. (laughs) I don't think I want to advertise that. No, no. No. Val Porter, that is so, that's aggressive. Jason said that, not me. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't say anything. I think I just said that. Lee, they're definitely... Okay, guys. Okay, okay. We got to making we me uncomfortable. Next. We have to take back that we retract the swamp ass just like they retracted their divorce. Okay? Now let's move on because there's another divorce that's happening. And this, I can see where it was totally calculated. I saw what Bravo did. I saw what the deal... I see the deal that they made. Um... And I wanted to ask you, Jason, because we watched it last night. What were your thoughts about this? 
Well, uh, since day one, Courtney's one of the reasons I didn't I wasn't interested in the show right off the bat. I, I, think I can't she's stand very, very thirsty. Her. I can't stand Ralph, uh, you know, at all. I haven't since the first time. His ego is bigger than Atlanta itself. Um, yeah. But the reunion, the second part was really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching. It was this the second or the third? They only did two parts, right? They only There's did not two. Yeah. Story for three. Second. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was it was really good. I enjoyed watching. I love the charade back and forth. I I love Candy. I love Kenya and Marlo going. I, it was great. The, better first than the season completely. But when it comes to the Drew situation, mm-hmm. first of all, she's sitting next to to Andy right now. So I wanted to ask you a question because this is something I was thinking about. They're talking about a potential reboot. We've heard yeah. potentially maybe three cast members are coming back. Okay. All of this is unconfirmed. Was this season the Drew season to catapult her into next season? Or by giving her a song, is that your like farewell tune? Um, I think right now it's too soon to tell. I think that they're probably storyboarding and trying to figure it out. If they try to revamp with a whole new cast like they did Roni, people will check out and they will be done. I'm telling you that like we Bravo has tried and tried and tried again. And it has been proven that we are invested into the cast members where we know their families. We love their moms. We see their kids. They're growing up like the Gia or, you know, Mama Joyce or you know what I mean? Like, we see these people and we like to see them and we're like, oh, God, things haven't changed or here we are now. If we do a whole new cast, it's going to be dumb and we're not going to want that. So I mean, I like, think- with, with New York, I have to say, not to, to compare it, but they just, they did the full revamp, right? And they didn't come out of the door, like, running. Like, it wasn't like a huge thing. It's still kind of, people are up and down about it. I think with this new cast of Roni, there are potentials, but I think they need to reintegrate some of the old cast and mix it up a little bit. I think that would be dynamic, you know, but the thing is, is you don't know who to listen to anymore because everyone wanted this young, fresh cast, more diverse from all boroughs of New York. We got it. There you go. But now we're missing some of those personalities where it's like, they're very hard to find. So, yeah, I think yeah. they need to mix it up a little bit, but they cannot do this with Atlanta. I don't think I don't think that would be a good idea. Again, like I've said, bring Portia back. You know, and also last night I could see where they brought Ralph out and she had to sit there and go through that back and forth with him, which was so awkward. So but awkward. also they must have made a deal with her like you sit through this and we're going to let you debut your song. And him sitting there, like Tinsley, Travis said, Tinsley's opinions, um, the whole song with him there was terribly awkward. It was so awkward. It was like, so, looking- honestly, <laughs> this is a reunion first. It was awkward as hell. Like, even yeah. as a viewer. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I agree with this. Ralph acts as if he is God's gift to women. Um, yeah, the way that he comes on and he's like, the way that he demeans her, he disrespects the relationship the way he talks to her, the way that you don't have any accountability, the way that you take off the Tampa and you disappear and you can't even let your family know what hotel you're staying in or where you're staying, but yet you have cameras all over the house so you can watch them, but they can't watch you. So God forbid something happens to you. They're not aware, but unless you have something to hide, there's no reason not to be aware of where somebody is. So, and then you're going on to paint this narrative that all of a sudden she is exploring this 
lesbian relationship with this female basketball player, right? But then also, even if she was, great. You've been doing shady shit for how long? I don't know. If you get married to Ralph, the air tag his ass. You know, you need to know where he is at all times Mm -hmm. if you want any kind of trust. (laughs) That's the way you do it, ladies. Put an air tag somewhere. Like, if you have to put it under the sole of the shoe, if you have to put it inside of, like, the wallet, if you got to put it in the back of the car, whatever you got to do. An air tag. They have things for that because it alert now Apple alerts if there's an air tag that's not yours, like nearby. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So in case you know people are like trying to track you and stuff like that, yeah, it's a thing. It's a that thing. damn Apple. They're way too smart. Just kidding, ladies. They're too smart. They're releasing their new tags. iPhone tomorrow, or talking huh? about it, or showing it, or whatever. I was I was telling my mom because I had my um my mom was dealing with one of my sisters and she was like, I just don't know what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you can just air tag her. Like, that's how you find out if she's doing just the right find thing. find my or iPhone or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. Or find my iPhone, but I didn't know. Anyways, guys, this was very awkward, but we are rounding out to an hour. And I know that um, we have a lot going on today. And also this is going to be a huge week for Bravo. So hopefully you guys are prepared because we have a lot of lives coming your way. And tomorrow night, Jason and Josh will be, take it away, Jake. We'll be back for Anchor Watch. Our, it's our late night below deck chat where Josh and I take over up and Adam at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. If you want to join us, I know it's a late night, but we also have a great replay crew there. A great little club of naughty yachties who like to show up and, and we have fun. And tomorrow will be fun because it's the finale. It's the, the final episode of Below Deck Down Under. And I think what we're going to do is cover the reunion we usually don't cover below deck reunions on anchor watch we usually take that week off and get ready for the next whatever because the reunion is the reunion they I, i don't know but i think for this year with what we've seen on below deck down under we need to talk about the reunion we'll see who shows up to the reunion too you better believe we're gonna talk about it oh lord Oh, sorry. Okay. All right, guys. I'm not talking about swamp ass anymore. I'm I'm good. Okay, we're done. (laughs) We're done. Don't be cotton candy toxic over here. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you later. Happy Monday. Everyone have a safe day. And remember, again, um, we will be back for the rest of the week with vibes. And we'll always keep you posted in the community tab. We are out. Thank you to Marie for the super chat. And thank you to all of our mods and everyone in the live chat for keeping it respectful. Bye, guys. Love you. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.